It's Easter Sunday morning and this is the discovery of the empty tomb. Mary Magdalene, Peter, and the beloved disciple go to the tomb and find it empty. But what's unique and a little alpha and strange about this scene is in John's Gospel is the burial cloth. You have one burial cloth, but then you have another headpiece that is rolled up to the side. So there's something odd about that, these descriptions. So let's find out what it's all about. Now, in order to understand the burial cloth, we've got to go to the source of the burial cloth, which is Nicodemus. Now, we first meet Nicodemus at the beginning of, of John's Gospel, and Nicodemus is talking to Jesus. Now, the, the first line he says to Jesus is that, I know that you're from God. That's a good line. That that's, uh, tells me that he's a man of faith and he really believes in Jesus. But then right after that, there's this really strange conversation where Nicodemus doesn't understand anything that Jesus is talking about. Jesus says, you must, you, you gotta be born from above. And so Nicodemus says, well, what, you gotta be born again in your, in your mother's womb? And then Jesus says something to the effect that I, when I am lifted up, I will raise everybody up. Uh, the, the God that so loved the world that he gave his only son. So Nicodemus is scratching and he has no idea what this is all about. At the end of the gospel, we're gonna meet Nicodemus again. But this time it's going to be at the crucifixion when Jesus has died on the cross. Everything that he didn't understand in the conversation at the beginning of the gospel, he's now gonna be able to understand. He's gonna understand why Jesus, uh, how Jesus was lifted up when he sees the inscription in uh, all the ancient languages there that he, was, uh, that he drew everybody to himself. He's gonna understand why God so loved the world that he gave his only son. All the things he couldn't understand back at the beginning of the gospel makes perfect sense at the end of the gospel. Now what Nicodemus does, because of this faith that he has in Christ, he, he's going to show that in the way he buries Jesus. So he takes a hundred pounds of aloes and myrrh. A hundred pounds? Are you kidding me? Do you ever carry a hundred pounds of groceries? How odd that is? So he buries Jesus with a hundred pounds of aloes and myrrh. So what exactly does aloes and myrrh do? Well, the uh, aloes makes the, the uh, tomb smell nice, but the myrrh is a resin. It's a hardener. And when you apply it to burial cloths, it hardens it. Now, why would you do that? Well, this is the reason why he's using the, the, the 100 pounds of myrrh, because he's given Jesus a royal burial. He believes that he's a king. You know all the mummies in, uh, in Egypt, that they were buried uh, especially in this way, uh, with, with the hardened burial cloths uh, to mummify them to preserve them because they, they respected him as a king. So Nicodemus is now giving Jesus a royal burial because he believes uh, he's a king. But he doesn't apply the resin to everything, the headpiece. And the reason why he doesn't, and we, right, the reason why we know that there's no resin is because you can roll it up and put it to the side. You can't do that if there's resin on it. It's as stiff as a board. Why, did he, why does he do that? Why does he keep an opening? Well, because Nicodemus believes that Jesus is God. He doesn't believe that it's, uh, death is permanent, that it's going to be, that it's enclosed, that it's going to be uh, locked up, you know, in a, in a total cocoon. He leaves the opening so Jesus can get out. It's a way, so what uh, Nicodemus' faith statement is in the burial class. It's the way he buried him. And he believes that he is the king, and that, but he is also God. That, there's, that death is not an end, it's not permanent, that it is a door. And that's what also the symbolism of the empty tomb. The roll, that the stone was rolled back, it's a door. It's not, death is not permanent. 
So the message of Easter is this uh, wonderful faith that Nicodemus, who's very hidden and a very uh, kind of a mysterious uh, person in the gospel, really provides us with the meaning of, uh, of what Easter is. So when Peter and the beloved disciple descend into the tomb, Peter goes in first. Now Peter sees the burial cloths, but the word, the Greek word that these use is theoreo, which means theorizing. Which, so when you're theorizing, you're trying to figure out what's going on. You said, well, there's a burial cloth here. It looks like a cocoon. He's not in there. And then there's another, there's another cloth that's rolled off to the side. The beloved disciple comes in, and then he sees. But it's a different word. The Greek word is blepo, and it means, I got it. I got it. Jesus is king. He's buried like a king. And he's God because the burial cloth has been rolled up, there's been an opening, and you can see it's empty. And this is the faith that we have. So in Easter day, really, it's, it's us proclaiming that Jesus is, he's, he's not one person to us, he's two. He's our king. A king means that he's someone I'm gonna to listen to and follow, and he's gonna lead me, he's gonna lead me to paradise, he's gonna lead me to the way that I should live my life. But he's also God, he's a provider that, uh, that he, he's gonna make something that was permanent, temporary. He's gonna make it a door so that I can get out. Uh, so these two wonderful qualities of, of uh, Jesus Christ is now ours. So we don't just see Jesus as one, but there's two realities that, that we get to enjoy Christ as our leader, as well as our God. And so I hope you have a great Easter, and I hope that this, the faith that, that Nicodemus showed in the burial, is uh, demonstrated in the way we live our lives with Christ. I hope you enjoyed this video, and I'll see you in the next one.